This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Welcome. We do welcome you. We're glad that you're here. We sincerely mean that. Um, it's just a joy to our heart as you're, you are a pleasure uh, to the Lord. And I don't believe it's by any accident whatsoever um, that he is intersecting our lives today together. Um, I've got, we've got friends from uh, recently moved from Texas, got New England folks. I don't know where the rest of you are all from. You may not want to tell where you're from, but uh, we're glad you're home uh, here. Be at home here in Sweet Home, Alabama, especially here at Passion Church today. Welcome to the folks that will uh, join us uh, via live stream, uh, either as Pastor Sandy said now uh, or later. Uh, welcome. Um, I want you to feel at home because you're among friends and family today. We've been talking about restoration, and um, we're going to um, go with this title, uh, To Be Continued. We're going to talk about the road to restoration, and the title of this message today would be To Be Continued. I think that's a wonderful breakdown of what eternity is, is your life is to be continued perpetually. You know, this is a journey with God that we start, but it is to be continued. There's a lot of stops and detours and things along the way for each and every one of us. Don't you wish that you never got sidetracked or, or stuck somewhere or in the ditch? <clears throat> Or maybe like me, rolled around the highway, had a few wrecks along the way. Uh, but uh, uh, there's something about uh, the continuance. Uh, knowing uh, hope is a powerful thing. You know, the Bible says now uh, there are three things that remain. A lot of things that we don't understand. Um, and we don't need to know everything. We just need to know the some things that God needs us to know, wants us to know. Uh, you know, uh, Solomon said, he said, too much knowing is not what it's cracked up to be. That's a loose paraphrase, but you can do that uh, for your homework. Uh, it's true, isn't it? You know, uh, sometimes in this day and age, it's good to turn off some of the news and just... You know, there's a time to stir up. There's also a time to be still, Amen. you know. Uh, it's hard to stir up being still. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we're, we're trying so hard, you know, when we just need to stop and sit, stay a while in the presence of the Lord and, and be at peace there. Realize, you know, a lot of times people are not comfortable uh, with the presence of the Lord, and realize, you know, uh, you know, even when you're not looking, He's looking. Right. Amen. Some people say that's my problem. I tell you, that gets me all upset. Well, you know, live the kind of a life that not not a performance, but just simply be you. That pleasures God. That worships God. That's the worship of God. You just being you, the you He meant you to do, to be. You know, eat the peach ice cream, honey. It's good. God made peach ice cream. Eat all you want. Have some more. 
That's the truth. Amen. Ain't past Cindy. It's a good world. It's a good day. Amen. I highly recommend a little ice cream will go a long way towards your happiness. Let's not get uh, distracted here. But, uh, you know, today uh, is a special day, first Sunday uh, of July. And it happens that it's the 4th uh, of July. And we're celebrating, commemorating America uh, with family and friends and all the different, you know, uh, comings and goings in the way that we uh, do things. And, and it's a wonderful thing. But in a word, America is could be described in one word, freedom. Uh, one word, freedom. You know, we've been a, a nation now for 245 years. And our hope and our prayer is that we continue to be so blessed by God to continue to enjoy the freedoms uh, that we often take for uh, and granted and sometimes feel entitled to. But the Bible tells us that Psalms, in Psalms 33 and verse number 12, Passion Bible says this, Blessed and prosperous is that nation who has God as their Lord. They will be a people he has chosen for his own. Notice the interchange of, uh, of nation and people. The Message Bible says this, Blessed is the country with God and for God. Blessed are the people he has put in his will. Again, the interchange between the country and, and the people. Now think about this for just a second. It says, Blessed is the country with God. A lot of times we're praying, God be with us. But you know, uh, it'd just be better to be with God. Amen. Amen. A, a wise man once said, uh, I've heard Dr. Vickers say this many, many times. He says, stop train, pl- praying for God to bless your plan. Get in God's plan. It's Amen. already blessed. Good word. Amen. Well, blesses the country with God. And for God. Or we could say blessed is the people with God. And the people that are for God. Imagine that. That God tells us that he's with us. And that he's for us. But you know. uh, The big question is. uh, For us are we with God. In agreement. On the same page. Going in the same direction. Living for the same purpose. Working off of the same plan. See, that would be included with God, see. Uh, But also realize that, you know, I was created by God, but I was created for God. That my life, my life, his, he gave Jesus, Jesus gave his life as a gift to us. And we give Jesus uh, our lives as a gift to him. Life is a gift from God. But the the greatest use of life, the greatest purpose uh, for life is to give that life back to God, to be used for the glory of God. And now listen, it's just not that hard. It's not that difficult. The Bible says whatever you do, whether you're eating peach ice cream, (laughs) a big old waffle cone with three scoops on top, amen, not enough, more than uh, just enough, and the third one's like more than enough. Amen. Uh, man, you know, say, you know, if someone looks at you kind of funny, you just go, "This is for the glory of God." 
The God who made peach ice cream. I give him praise and glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. This next bite is for you, Jesus. Amen. Oh, come on now. Be happy. We're living in the nation where the pursuit of happiness, you know, where'd they get that from? Listen, God perpetually, we are headed for happy ever after. Do you understand? It's not, it, listen, it's more than a fairy tale. As a little child, God starts to see us and say, once upon a time there was. But the end of that, and they lived happily ever after. Let me tell you, that is an outline of the Alpha and the Omega and everything in between. You get with Jesus between the once upon a time. You stay with Jesus and continue with Jesus all the way to they were alive, living together forever, happily ever after. Everybody say, I'm headed for happy ever after. Now think about somebody right now that you'd like to come along and you'd like to, them to experience that too. Amen. Well, that's life in a nutshell. I mean, it just isn't that hard. Sometimes we need to just simplify things down to you. Now, you know, listen, I understand. I believe that, you know, uh, one more guitar might make me happier. I don't, you know, I mean, if you're not sure, go on ahead. You can always sell it in the end, settle for whatever. Isn't that right? Ladies, one more pair of shoes. I better better stay on track. Blessed are the people he has put in his will. You know, despite my greatest efforts, there's been some times that I've missed even the good and the acceptable, trying to find the perfect will of God, the center of his will. But I thank God that I've learned to trust him, that despite my wanderings and wanderings, my mistakes and missteps, that my Father is good enough that he'll use all of it, put it all together, even what the devil meant for evil, to trip me up. God sets me up and helps me to step up. And blessed is the people that he puts in his will. You know, trust God to put you in his will. There's sometimes that you don't know, uh, is he or she the one? You don't know, is that or this the one? You don't. Uh, you don't know that, but we say, you know what, Lord, I just believe that you're going to put me in your perfect will, on your perfect path for my life. And I, I, I'm giving you the the reins, so to speak. I'm going to let you drive the car. You know, my daughter is in the back seat, uh, um, you know, and things will happen and she'll say, take the wheel, Jesus, please take the wheel. Amen. Uh, that's not a bad thing. Sometimes you just let him drive because he doesn't, uh, he's not in a, uh, you know, driving 100 miles an hour. He's taking a leisurely stroll and walking with us while he works things out in this life. Sometimes it's good just to be still. You know, when you let him drive, you get over in the passenger seat. It's already even take a nap in the middle of the afternoon after you eat all that peach ice cream if you get a chance to. Blessed are the people he has put in his will. And the other flip side of that is this is the will. This belongs to you. You want to claim, you you need to know, at the reading of the will, you need to know what's been given to you. What has been freely offered to you. What happens in the natural if you just don't show up, you know? Then you never would know. And it belonged to you all the time. But you've got to claim it. 
Are you listening? You got to claim it. All right. May we be, listen, this is my prayer. May we, the people, America, we, the people. America is freedom in a word, but it's also a people. It begins, we, the people of America. May we continue uh, to live free, seeking to be that nation whose God is the Lord. And his name is Jesus Christ. In America, you're free to choose your own God or no God or, you know, but the Bible says the nation whose God is the Lord and there's only one Lord. The Bible says Jesus Christ. Just so we're clear. One nation, the Bible says. These are familiar words. May we be that one nation, that one people under God. Under God. May we not be a people who says we will not have this man to rule over us as it does in Psalms 2. That's a good study for our homework. No, no. May we kiss the sun. Uh, not in, in because we're uh, afraid of for fire insurance, but because we love him and we pay him homage because we're under him. We come under the shadow of his wings for protection and provision and enjoy the presence of the Lord. May we... May in God we trust be the truth that we live by. May his word govern us and guide us and give us his will and his way for us and put us in the center, uh, not only in the good but the accept and the acceptable, but also in the perfect center of the will of God. May God continue to bless America. If you can agree, say amen. Do you know it's possible? To live in the land of the free, yet not be truly free. You know, the scripture outlines uh, some freedoms that the Bible uh, talks about, and they're found in Jesus. I want to read out of Romans, the eighth chapter, it's the first and second verse. This is the Message Bible. It says, With the arrival of Jesus, the Messiah, that fateful dilemma is resolved. Those who enter into Christ's being here for us no longer have to live under a continuous, low-lying black cloud. A new power is in operation. The spirit of life in Christ, like a strong wind, has magnificently cleared the air, freeing you from a faded lifetime of brutal tyranny at the hands of sin. And death. You know, the Bible talks about living fear free because we're so loved. And we learn to believe the love that God has for us and realize in that one little word, so. Let the, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Say what? You, I am so loved by God. So loved. And a lifetime that turns into eternity of encountering and, and experience just how deep, how wide, how far, how high that love goes. What a thing. The Bible says to do that is to experience the fullness of God. Well, I'm going to tell you, that's why we have eternity to find out. That's why it'll take forever. Are you listening? Because it, with God, there's not just fullness, there's overflow. That's right. And if that won't do, he goes get another bucket or so. Amen. Don't borrow just to feel. Oh, you're bigger than you think you are. 
you're greater in God's eyes than you think you are. This greater love belongs to you. And he wants to greatly love you. Certainly greater love you than you could ever know or think or imagine. But, you know, let's try. It's fun to try, isn't it? I don't know if I can eat three scoops of peach ice cream. It'd be fun trying, honey. (laughs) Don't limit yourself to just what you think is the measure of God's love for you. Let the unlimited one, just let him tell you. Let him show you in so many wonder-filled ways that he does in your everyday, not just Sunday, not just Sunday, you know. There's more to God than just us gathering here, though this is wonderful. It's a great thing. Family is a wonderful thing. You know, our, 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 uh, our family is here visiting. I know you have family friends that come to visit, and I mean, you know, we just... Uh, celebrate one another, laugh and have good times, and eat a lot of food, you know, and say, we'll just do all the other stuff later. You know, we'll lose the weight later. We'll starve ourselves later. Are you listening? We'll do that project later. Why? Because family's here, because it's a, a time. And you know, when we get together, uh, they got together in the scripture and God said, you could do all that other stuff later. Let's take seven days and just have fun. Celebrate. Let's just have fun with each other and enjoy, rejoice in the Lord's goodness. And the Bible says he even let them, when they, there was different times in history where it says they did it a week and then they said, oh, hey, we're going to do it another whole week. Said so they took two weeks and just had a time. Then they all went back to their home happy. Happily ever after. Amen. So this week you're starting out right. First day of the week. Right here first Sunday uh, of the month. And I'm believing that the rest of your week is going to be happy ever after here. Amen. In the pursuit of happy ever uh, after. Whatever makes you happy. Look at your neighbor. See whatever makes you happy. If I can help. Don't cost a lot of money. No. Whatever it takes, amen. Be part of people's happiness. Are you listening? Don't be a happy uh, uh, balloon popper. You know what I'm saying? You ever have those people in your life, they got a little pen, and anytime you start to get a little happy, oh, now, I wouldn't get my hopes too far up. Don't get you happy up. Moving right along. That was for somebody, but it's okay. Fear free. Because we're so loved. Carefree. The Bible says, be carefree in the care of God. So look at the little birds. I know, Pastor, they irritate me early in the morning. They're out there singing. Why are they singing? Because they're happy. They want you to be happy. Amen? Why are they happy? Because they're carefree. Why are they carefree? God's caring for them. I worked in the feed store one time, and I'm telling you, tractor trailer loads of sunflower seed, uh, uh, that uh, Niger seed, all this stuff. And people come in there and spend, I mean, thousands upon thousands of dollars to feed the birds. Farmers farming fields of sunflowers and all this other kind of stuff. Mill it and all kind of stuff like that. Put it in the bag. And you know why? Because those birds are going to be singing because God said, don't worry, I'm going to take care of you. Are you listening? Quit complaining, son. Load the bird seed in the car. I made a promise and I'm going to keep it. You get paid for it. 
See, the, see, you can see God wherever you want. Where if, if you're looking for God, you can see Him. While you're working in the feed store with a bad attitude, and here comes God and goes, let me tell you something about the backstory of this little bag of bird seed right here. I made a promise. Now you're all fretting and worrying and carrying on, you know. Uh, and here, I'm just keeping my promise. Why don't you live like they do? I'm going to take care of you, boy. I'm going to meet all you need. You know, those. I don't think any one of them opened up that 50-pound sack or 25-pound sack, picked out one little thing, said, there you go, Sparrow. That's all there is because you know it might not be enough. You can have one little millet seed today. Tomorrow we'll, have, we'll pull another one out because, you know, we might run out. God doesn't do it that way. I'm telling you what, God's not that way. God will grow fields of it before they even harvest it. The birds run in there and rob all they want to. I hope we can change minds today. You can cook more than one hot dog. You don't have to ration folks, amen? I mean, just, you know, you need all you want. Oh, Lord, you're just so bound up. We're talking about freedom today. Now listen, carefree in the prayer of God. Here's a powerful promise. Jesus intended us to live sin-free. Now most religion tells you that you will never be free from sin. It didn't, the Bible didn't say that you wouldn't sin, but it says if you do sin, you've got to advocate with the Father. The one who paid the price for all sin once and for all is on your side. So if you do sin, what do you say? He is faithful. And he will not only forgive you, but he'll cleanse you of that. Isn't that a wonderful promise? You know, if you're always thinking about sin, you're going to do sin. If that's always your mindset, that wherever you're looking, that's the way that you're going to go. As far as God is concerned, you're sin-free. Amen. Cancer-free. COVID-free. Disease-free. Ugly-free. Mean-free. We're... I thought I'd throw that in there. Also, it says the oppression free. Remember this. It says freeing you from a faded lifetime of brutal tyranny at the hands of sin. Freeing us from the brutal tyranny at the hands of sin. You know, Jesus went on to say this in in, uh, John, the 8th chapter. Jesus said to those which believed on him, if you continue in my word, which his word is his will and his way for us, he said, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The Passion Bible says this, when you continue to embrace, and just listen to this, when you continue to embrace continue in my word, continue to embrace all that I teach you, you prove that you are my true followers. And if you embrace the truth, the word, what is the truth? The word, the will, the way of God. It will release true freedom into your lives. You know, um, it's, it's a little side note, but it bears reading here. Matthew the 13th chapter. You don't have to turn there, but I'm going to, I want to just read this um, to you. This is the benefit of continuing with the Lord. Continuing in His Word. The Bible says this in um, the Message Bible. It reads this way. It says, 
He said, then you see how every student well-trained in God's kingdom is like the owner of a generous store who can put his hands on anything you need, old or new, exactly when you need it. The Passion Bible says every scholar of the scriptures who is instructed in the ways of heaven's kingdom realm is like a wealthy homeowner with his house filled with treasures, both new and old. And he knows how and when to bring them out to show others. I tell you, we need to, uh, I, I've learned this and I, and I refuse to let this go. I've learned to treasure truth. Which means I had to learn to treat God's truth as a treasure. Sometimes, you know, to go uh, where I believe this, that where there's a nugget, it came from a vein somewhere. And I'm a miner where that is concerned. There's sometimes that you have to dig a little deeper than just the surface to find the vein of God's truth. That God is good. That God loves us. That God's with us. That God's for us. And that we're headed for happily ever after. Amen. Amen. Forever together with God. That's about it. I said that's about it. Amen. Treasure truth. God's truth. And finally in the Message Bible. I want to uh, read over here. In, uh, out of uh, John. The same verse of scripture that we just deviated uh, from for a moment. 8 and 30. Uh, one says this Jesus turned to the Jews who had claimed to believe in him if you stick with this living out what I tell you you are my disciples for sure then in the sticking with it say you will experience for yourselves the truth and the truth will free you Surprise, they said, but we are descendants of Abraham. Let me paraphrase that. We're Americans. We've never been slaves. We've always been free. Amen. So how can you say that the truth will free you? And Jesus said, I tell you most solemnly that anyone who chooses a life of sin is trapped in a dead end life. And is, in fact, a slave. A slave is transient, who can't come and go at will. The son, though, has an established position, the run of the house. So if the son sets you free, you are free through and through. Those are powerful Words that helps us to have a little different understanding and insight, doesn't it? Amen. Let me ask you, has the Son, Jesus, the Lord, set you free? Do you know personally, believe the love that he has for you? That he loved you enough, he died for you? And not even more importantly, Pastor Ron's going to uh, come. You know, when uh, there is an example in the Bible. Um, Pastor Sandy operates uh, in this uh, wonderfully. The prophetic flow. Uh, Elisha, not Elijah, but Elisha, it says that, uh, that he would call for a minstrel. It, 
And, and what was that? In the worship of God, in the presence of God, the prophetic would begin to flow. What is the prophetic? God revealing truth, a reality, his own reality. Give us glimpses uh, of glory. You know, um, not only did Jesus die for us, that seems far away, doesn't it? It happened a long time ago. It seems so very far away. I remember, you know, when the process of the Lord drawing me to himself, sending witnesses. But I remember thinking, you know, what in the world does a a man dying 2,000 years ago have to do with me today? But I found out that the reality was not only did he die, but he was raised again. Resurrected. But now that he ever lives, seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for me, making intercession for me, I thank God for the God who was and even the God who is. See, but this Jesus needs to come into your life and the door opens in. He stands at the door and knock, but it opens in. It says, if you, if you hear me, if anyone hears me. Let me ask you, will you choose him? To choose him is to choose life, is to choose blessing, but it's also choosing his way and his will for you today. His, the God, the people, blessed are the people that are with God and that are for God. Now God's with you. He's for you. You're in His world. Everything that's been created, the Bible says He's good to the good and the bad. He's good to all. When it rains, He doesn't pick and choose the house or the yard or the lawn. It rains on all. Amen. boy to on purpose get with God to join up with him in this journey to meet him at the cross and accept what he's done and then to ever live headed for happy ever after together forever with this Jesus oh I can tell you that's been my journey that's my story and I'm in as Paul Harvey says now Boy, I'll tell you this second half, you know, 60 and beyond, let me tell you, I'm living out the rest of the story. And it's, some of it is just as much a mystery uh, as the first half. But you know, the thing is, is that we have the one that knows all that we're walking with him now. Isn't that right? Nothing's a mystery to him. And life together with God is a lot better than life without God. You know, the Bible says, put your hope, Psalm 37, 34, put your hope in the Lord, travel steadily along his path. You know, God's been working to intersect your life uh, to this very hour and this very moment. Won't you choose him today? I'll tell you Psalms 119, verses 1 through 5, a long time ago, but God spoke this verse 5 and I would just wonder 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 and say what does that mean and I'd hear the Lord whisper that scriptural reference and I'd look at it and i say I don't understand what that means and it took a long time I had to get to a certain place in on the road 
a certain place on the hill before it was revealed to me. But let me read this to you, Psalm 119, Message Bible. It says, you're blessed when you stay on course, walking steadily on the road revealed by God. You're blessed when you follow his directions, doing your best to find him. Okay, I get it. Yeah, the road to happily ever after. The next verse, that's right, you don't go off on your own. Now that's why I couldn't see it. (laughs) Just keep taking these side roads, getting sidetracked and detoured. You know, there wasn't this constant continuing that I'm walking in now. took a while. To let the 80 mile an hour folks go on by and just drive 55 the speed limit for you. Stay on the road, you know. To not believe all the billboards that were flashing and saying, you know, happiness happening here. You need to, well, you need to stop and look. See, took a while to just say, nah, you know, I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Let me read the rest of this. That's right, you don't go off on your own. I'm talking to people today that maybe here and there you know what I'm talking about you wound up in situations and circumstances of our own choosing and the consequences came and then with that the devil says well you're all on your own now but you know the Bible says if I make my bed in hell God's still there say what are you doing here Let's get you back on track, get you on the right road. It says, oh, that my, it says you, it says you walk straight along the road he set. You, God, how many of you, how many of you have ever just went straight to, straight to it? Never hit the ditch in the right, never hit the ditch in the left, never had a curveball in your life. Never. No twists and turns, it was just, well, you know, we got straight to it. I'm good, boy, I'll tell you what, it's all. No, that's not most people's experience. Listen, you don't have to be perfect to be in God's world. Let me set you free right now. The truth is, you, you are not perfect. I'm not perfect. There's no perfect preacher, no perfect church, no perfect family, no little white house with a picket fence, no perfect life. That's not the happy ever after. It's, you know, trouble's still going to come, but we've overcome trouble because we're with Him. He's already been there, done that, and he knows the way for us. Isn't that right? It says, you, God, prescribed the right way to live. Now you expect us to live it. Oh, that my, here's verse 5. Oh, that my steps might be steady, keeping the course you set. Then I'd never have any regrets in comparing my life with your counsel. You know, when they play the movie of Bruce Whitehill's life, you know, it's going to show it all. It's, it's going to tell the truth, you know. It's, it's not going to lie. There'll be no cover-ups there, and you know. Uh, but I want the story of my life to be like David. I was quick to repent. In my heart, I was still trying to follow to, true north. And even when I wound up in the dark, there was no moon or stars to live by. I couldn't see. See, God was so faithful. God was so faithful. And I want at the end of my days for him to go, well done. You've been faithful. 
been a faithful follower. And what the old song says, through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have already come. Twas grace that led me safe this far. And it's grace that's going to lead me all the way home. Amen. Hallelujah. I feel the Lord in this today. All my life will be compared with... See, when the movie of our life is going to be compared with what it should have been and what it actually was. And I hope there there are more, you know, uh, matches there. Amen. But the Lord will make up all difference. I felt while we were... Uh, while we were uh, in the presence of the Lord with Pastor Sandy, I felt the Lord want me to tell you that. And she said a word. She said she declared or prayed, you know, God will turn it. Here we are in the seventh month. You do realize that half the year is gone. We're right up in the middle of it. But seven is God's number. And I've heard the Lord say this to me, and sometimes things are just private. But I heard the Lord repeat himself, or he said, tell them, he said, my thumb is on the scale. My thumb is on your scale. And I'm about to tip it. I'm going to turn it. See, the last half will be better. It will be greater than the first half. That's for somebody today. You need to take that by faith. You know, many, listen, the supernatural is the flow of the Spirit of God. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge. See? Well, how would God know that? Oh, God just knows that. See? He knows your dilemma, isn't that right? And He sent Jesus. Well, that's a word for you today. God's about to put the... God says, you tell them my... Not about to tell them my thumb is on their scale. And you're going to see God. And all of a sudden you're going to wonder and say, Man, I was wondering how that was going to turn out. Look at what God is doing and look at what my outcome is. Because things you couldn't see when you're in this position, when He brings you here, you're just going to walk right on out, walk right on through. You're going to see it's all going to turn out for your good because of what Jesus has done and what Jesus is doing. You know, I love this verse of Scripture. It goes on a little bit uh, further, uh, down in about uh, 30, verse 30 or so. It says, Barricade the road that goes to nowhere. Grace me with your clear revelation. I choose the true road to somewhere. You want to make a choice with me today? If you've never asked Jesus in your heart, boy, today would be the day. Let's pray this prayer. Jesus... I choose you, your will, and your way for me. Steady me. Keep me on course. Lord, my life, as I live my life with you, for you, from this moment on. Amen. Now listen, if you pray that simple prayer, mean that. This is the one thing that changes everything. And from now on, let's, let's, let's be a people that are looking for, excited about, expectant over the, the path that he set out. Look for the road signs. Study the map, see. There's a word that is a light and a lamp for your day today. 
for where you're at right now. And I can tell you, you know, once you get on the trail of truth, it's easy. It's very clearly marked, see? Amen. Once you start to treasure the truth. And what is the truth? The truth is the reality of God. God does not see you like you see you. But he's going to show you. Keep looking in the mirror. It's going to get better. I tell Miss Sandy, I'll tell you what. Now that girl gets better looking every day. She goes, you don't see this and see that? And I said, I still see the 16-year-old girl that I married. And sugar, you have grown into such a woman of God. I remember while she was up there, I said, look at what the Lord has done. I'll tell you, kicking and screaming all the way, but look what you did anyway, Jesus. What a joy, amen, and a pleasure. Well, listen, we've been glad to be together with you. I want to say this to those that are out there. Happy Fourth of July. Listen, enjoy uh, your time. For the, We are in such a time as this where you're just so loved of God. Listen, be still and know that He is God. This is His month. He's going to do wonderful, tremendous, wonderful, wonder-filled things. His thumb is on your scale and things are about to tip and turn in your favor and you're going to be, and we believe America is going to continue to be a nation whose God is the Lord and that there's a people that are with Him and a people for Him. Our prayer is that in this year, things tip the other way. The harvest that God wants to have. Can you think of anybody, somebody? It's not a nobody. They have a name. Boy, this... Pray that this will be their year, that they will that they will be harvested, that they will come into the knowledge, the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And they may have rejected it again and again and again, but you know, there's a right time and a ripening of the harvest that's happening right now. We believe the Lord for that. Listen, uh, remember this, you're so blessed, so you be at rest until the next time that we see you again. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.